welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode number 53. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, trusted co-host Casey Cool. Hello. And friend of the show, teacher, author, and historian, Ben Bertoli is back. It's a B. I have returned. <laughs> hey. It's a you. Is trademark pending on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm waiting to hear back from my lawyers. Last episode we called Super Nintendo. <laughs> I already had this in my mind. What this one this is gonna be Nintendo sixty four. Oh, oh, perfect. Perfect. Yes. The new Super Nintendo. <laughs> Super yeah. <laughs> Nin- Nintendo's naming policies are not great, but <laughs> Bentoli no. DS. We'll just completely throw it out and restart it. <laughs> i'm trying to figure out how to mix a project dolphin with it and it's not really rolling off the tongue yeah project dolphin Ooh, i like that you have like that super at halloween he does the simpsons like everyone changes their name on twitter at halloween he's like give me some and i gave him mine he gave me five <laughs> solid ones and i was like wow oh yeah so you should write for the simpsons is what i'm telling you you should quit what you're doing <laughs> just for that just for that one segment where people need cool yes, credit names fun. yeah I'd do that. <laughs> I, I think a lot of us would. I've been, yeah. Yeah. You're here to talk a That's little right. bit about yeah, some Yeah, I have all sorts of projects in the on. works. Uh, I'm not so sure if they're going to be successful, but I'm here to pitch them anyway. <laughs> Plug them. That's where it starts. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. we go. And we're here yeah, to help. That's right. Well, okay. So let's talk about the yes. big one. So uh, Bark, Bark Magic, Magic is a tabletop game, like a dice and card game that my wife and I have been developing for a long, long time, uh, last few years, I would say. And um, about a year ago, once uh, when the pandemic hit and we were at home, uh, both teaching from home, we had a lot more time that we could spend towards kind of uh, tweaking the, the gameplay and the cards and all the stuff involved. And uh, we have now officially um, kickstarted it, actually uh, a good, uh, not a while ago, but a few weeks ago. So uh, by the time this actually... Um, hits the airwaves i think there's going to be about a week left um to pledge to the kickstarter Mm -hmm. but the the game itself is um basically there's wizard dogs and you are a wizard dog um which is what most people want to hear in life two of my favorite things (laughs) and uh basically you're it's a competition to see who can dig up uh these uh mystic gems because basically you're you're having a wizard battle in these ruins um of dagoon which is, you know, an ancient uh, magical uh, dog park, dog realm. Yeah, something. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so uh, we put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, We have an illustrator on board, um, uh, Tiffany Vandermark, who did a fantastic job with our prototype cards. And uh, we are trying to get that funded at the moment. You're about halfway there. You're really, you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with a week to go and halfway there, I'm a little, you know, I'll be honest, I'm I'm not optimistic that we're actually going to reach our goal. But if if we happen to not get there, which is a possibility, as I said, um, I, I think there might be some uh, tweaking and, you know, maybe looking into um, other print companies and, and maybe seeing if we can uh, do a Kickstarter number two uh, with, with maybe a smaller goal and, and, and a better I don't know, explanations or uh, advertising, whatever it was that I uh, failed to do this time around. But it could still happen. Yeah. Uh, crazier things have happened in the last week of a Kickstarter. I mean, we could we could definitely go above and beyond. So I, I hope people will check it out. And uh, even if you don't like dogs, if you don't like wizards, um, you know, maybe you know somebody who does and you can reach out to them. I want to meet the person that's like, I hate dogs, but I love wizards. And then I want to meet the person that's like, I hate wizards, but I love dogs. There's the, the two camps. And that's what somebody's something. out there. Somebody's somebody's like, this is satanic. I love dogs, but this is just not for and me. And the satanists are like, I love cats yeah. and wizards. No, I think it's, and this is your first board game endeavor. So it's got to be a challenge on its own. I'm sure you mm-hmm. um, what made you want to make a board game? I think it's just uh, uh, something I kind of did uh, growing up. You know, I always like to make my own games. I would like outline video games. I would, uh, you know, make board games. Uh, my family, we would take like this big, you know, poster board and just make um, like basically a spiral of uh, squares yeah. to the middle. And then we would each take turns like inventing some crazy thing that would happen if you landed on a certain square. Um and I think that kind of just stuck with me, like the fun and the, you know, being able to put your own spin on a game and uh, just, you know, I've I have 
crazy ideas for games all the time and I kind of just jot them down and uh, Bark Magic actually I think started off as a card game where you were trying to pet the most dogs <laughs> and it evolved somehow into now you are a dog and also you're a wizard so there you go I also yeah, as a teacher one of the best projects you can give kids make a board game out of like a book or something mm-hmm. so I think that I, I know that inspirement too because I always liked that as a kid if that was ever assignment you did a history project like, okay make a board game about this experience and then, all right what other projects do you have in the fire going you're a writer oh boy. I'm sure you have um well <laughs> we uh are in the middle of our fifth season of the memory card podcast which is my gaming history podcast that mm-hmm. i do with my uh, good friend uh, push dustin who lives over in japan um so that's going strong um trying to get out uh, 10 episodes before the end of spring um, which is, is, is a little wild because that's like the busiest time of year for me. Yeah, your sports season, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the end of school with uh, all the yeah. testing and everything else. So, um, Oh, uh, I know. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, so that's been fun. And then um, I actually <laughs> wrapped up a graphic novel that I've been pitching around to some uh, literary reps, and I'm trying to get uh, representation on that. I actually have been for some time. Um, I have an illustrator attached now, which is fantastic because I didn't before. And it's kind of a hard sell to be like, hey, you want to buy this book that is supposed to be full of pictures and I have nobody to make them. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that uh, how that pans out as well. So a lot a lot of it's up in the air. Memory cards kind of my rock at the moment. Uh, it's 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 the one thing that's uh, definitely going very well for me. Right. Yeah, we kind of we've we have a new uh, a plan where we we try and get everything researched and recorded. Gotcha. Um, during the winter and the summer, and then in the spring and fall, we actually like release it out into the world after I've edited everything and uh, gotten all our uh, Patreon, you know, uh, posts like ready to go out early. And uh, this year we we got stickers made and had those sent out to all our patrons. So. It's uh yeah. What are some big topics that you're about to tackle that you can maybe hint if you don't want to give up too much? I know. Hmm. Well, we just did one over um, a topic that I have been dying to kind of get into, which was the history of uh, EA Sports Big, who are the ones behind like SSX Tricky. SSX yeah. Tricky, yeah, that's when my dad worked yeah. at EA and yes. Uh, yes. NBA Jam or not NBA Jam, NBA Street volume one two three yeah and nfl streets too i believe was right uh, that, yeah their project and uh fifa fifa was there too yeah, fifa street yeah. but the yeah it never really took off so um that was really interesting to, to look into that and to kind of see uh how it all went down like the fact that ea was willing to take a chance on such a you know kind of unique take on extreme sports oh, and cool. like make everything yeah. so over the top so yeah, we, we have some uh, some fun stuff coming up too. Um, I did a whole episode about uh, the history of Harvest Moon, oh. the the farming sim games, right? And there's like some really weird uh, stuff that goes on with the whole naming and like who owns the property and the company that makes it in North America is no longer the company that yeah. makes it in Japan. Natsume, it's, right? Is the American yeah. company? Yeah, no, Natsume. Natsume. Yeah, and it's called the story of seasons in Japan originally, right? That's what the big news story well, of season really, or what? What is that? Maybe learn it's me. it's story of seasons now in America because um, the people who actually make the game in Japan were like, hey, Natsume, which is even though it has a Japanese name, is an American company. They said we're not going to let you guys publish it in North America anymore. We want to publish it there with our, you know, uh, our our other company Xseed and uh so the people Natsume said well we own the name Harvest Moon so we're going to keep making our own Harvest Moon games and you guys are going to have to make your own thing under a different name so Story of Seasons games are from the people who made the original Harvest Moon games and Harvest Moon games are now made by the publisher of those games but they never developed them Weird. and yeah yeah in in Japan they're just called Farm Story that's a, so, I like that name. I feel like they've lost yeah. their magic in a way too. Like when now now you have Stardew Valley, you know mm-hmm. that Stardew Valley to me captures what Harvest Moon was like in in what it should be like now. I don't know. I, I right. Um, that's interesting. I, I'm going to definitely check that episode out because I'm a huge Harvest Moon sixty four is probably my favorite sixty four. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like the creator went on record and said like Harvest Moon sixty four is basically like the Harvest Moon game I wanted to make. We They couldn't quite fit it in on the original for the Super Nintendo, and the 64 version was, like, 
this is the pinnacle. This is everything well, you, I wanted. Like, yeah. you know, and then of course the company was like, well, but they're selling, let's keep making them. Let's keep going. That, so. Yeah. The Super Nintendo one, it was limited because you had the two years and that's it with the 64 one. You could keep going forever. So what mm-hmm. do you plan these days? Any games that have caught your interest? I know you were, you were staying away from Monster Hunter last time I talked <laughs> yeah. to you. Yeah. I'm still, still doing that, especially considering the Monster Hunter just came out. Um, uh, I have picked up a couple of co-op games with my wife, um, as we've been suffering through COVID recently. And, um, the big two were, I am dead on the switch. Interesting choice having COVID, but okay, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. Telling all my family, what are you doing? I'm dead. I am dead. Um, and then, um, it takes two, which is a co-op, uh, platform game that we've been playing on the uh, Xbox. That just came out, right? That's the one where they're, they have like the giant uh, dandelion they're flying on. Yes. Yeah. 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 Basically you're, you're like cursed little action figures that your child has sucked your souls into on accident and you're trying to get back to your original bodies. So it's the, the story on that one is kind of weird and I, I wish they would have taken it in a different direction at times because it's about divorce. Oh, and I'm yeah, not, that's yeah. what I was gonna ask. I thought it was like a failed relationship or a couple right. trying to come back together. Yeah. So is that that's still in there then? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is like the plot is is basically like your child doesn't want you to get divorced, and so they accidentally curse you into being action figures. <laughs> as Dark. Is, as is yeah, and so but like the whole theme of the game seems to be like. Like you can, you don't have to get divorced. You just have to learn how to love each other again. And it's kind of like, yeah, that's a good message. But also, like, I don't know if a kid plays that game and then their parents do end up getting divorced. I just feel like they're gonna be like, oh, you guys didn't try. Yeah. Why didn't you turn into magical action figures like in the video <laughs> game? I, I don't know. I just it, it seems like it's pushing. Dangerous. Yeah, kind of a dangerous narrative for kids. Does and... it feel like it's bringing you and your wife closer together? Like, are you both like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, this is like making our relationship better? No, if anything, it's tearing us apart because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, I'll say this, it's a fantastic uh, game. Like, the platforming Good. is amazing. There's like, they keep um, introducing all these new aspects. They're like, oh, now you have a grappling hook and now you have like a gun that shoots jelly or whatever. Like, it's super fun and innovative and fresh. But yeah, it's just that story. There's like a talking love guru book. I mean, it's literally like a book with like a cartoon face that has like an accent. And it's like, you got to get back together, man. It's I don't know. It's a little. (laughs) Yeah, it like makes me uncomfortable. It's not like fun in an annoying way. It's just annoying. Like even the characters are like, this book sucks. And I'm like, yeah, get him out of here. So that's definitely on my list of something that I want to play. I know that um, A Way Out, Mm -hmm. I played a little bit of that with my wife uh, months and months ago, and um, we liked it. It was like we were experiencing the story together, but I don't know if this would be a little bit too, I don't know, that the story seems not what I expected. I'll tell you that much. Like enjoying the story together was a really big highlight of the first early parts of uh, a way out yeah. for me. There's lots of bickering, I will say between no. the couple, which is kind of, I mean, like you, I get it. Like, Oh, they're learning to work together again. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. And also you're married. You get it. Like, yeah, you're you're yeah. going to bicker. True. But, I, I just feel like they could have, they could have made it like mom and dad got into a fight. Like, uh, I don't think they, they should have taken it to the point where it was like, they sat the girl down and were like, we're getting a divorce. Like, this is what we've deemed as best for our relationship. And then she's like, no, like they could have really scaled it back. And I think yeah. it would have worked better because it's not so like, I don't know, maybe they wanted the the stakes to be higher. But yeah. yeah. How's the humor in it, Ben? Oh, I, I, I mean, it's it's pretty good outside of that stupid book who pops up and makes jokes i mean it's which is probably intentionally over the top yeah yeah i would think so i mean if the if the other characters are noting how annoying he is then it's got to be a part of it but yeah (laughs) it's got to be interesting too because i wonder if they talk about like okay do we give two endings one where they save their marriage and one where they don't Mm -hmm. right i'm curious how they're gonna go with that because if that it's a hard topic to tackle i wouldn't i yeah and if the game's rated what teen or e that's a good question i'm not sure uh it, it's either e10 plus or or teen i think there's there's a few very light swears thrown in there so it's probably teen yes. i would think only for the emotionally mature that's right yeah this needs <laughs> to be like a disclaimer at the start of this it's game peggy 12 which is teen, right. which is teen, yeah. Little to no violence, but will emotionally take you on a roller coaster. I, th- I, th- I mean, I thought about playing it with my friend, no. who is 
And then I realized that he's like currently going through a divorce and he's like, hey, are we going to play that game? And I'm like, you know what? Let's let's oh. not. I don't want to have some deep talks right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we beat my wife and I, we beat um, I am dead. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, all right. I was like, we've defeated death. And now we just have to get through divorce. And we'll yeah. Be, yeah. We'll be good. <laughs> like the, the video game yes. versions of those That's things. Awesome, this feels like an annual game that I should play with my wife just to ensure that we're still meant for each other. Like every year we'll play through it takes two. <laughs> the more you relate to the characters, the worse your marriage yeah. is. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> you you can. I mean, the, the, the cool part about it, too, is, I mean, I don't think it's super long. We've probably put like five hours into it already and i think it lasts about 10 but um every both sides of the relationship get like different uh, abilities like you know one person shoots the gun that has like um wax on it and then one person shoots the gun that makes the wax explode so uh oh, cool. yeah so you can like switch it up and there are times when i'm like i'm not very good at this like here you take this <laughs> and i'm gonna try your character for a while and we'll see this is a better fit so even if you do beat it one way you can always switch which character you are and beat so it another way this so. game i was hoping for nice. honey i shrunk the kid vibes and this is much darker <laughs> it, 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 yeah but i mean it kind of is it's very is it? uh, toy story i would also say oh, yeah okay. very okay. much so like i mean you are toys running around like everything's huge and yeah it's i mean the level design is fantastic the bosses are um fun if not you know a little frustrating because you have to be so in sync with your uh partner but yeah i mean i i highly recommend the game itself just this just maybe with a disclaimer on the story it's another one for the backlog yeah no definitely <laughs> and, and this is the same company that did a way out isn't it oh right yeah they like to do that yep. two-player experience. You and I are supposed to play a way out on stream at some point this year. Yeah, we will, because I was really enjoying it, and then it got put on my backlog, and I hit the brakes on it. So I'd like to go back and play that game at some point. Okay. Because um, I think they were also tied in with A Tale of Two Brothers as well, which yeah. got a lot yeah, of yeah. hype back. Mm -hmm. Gosh, it's almost 10 years ago now. 2013 is the date I read here. God, so. getting That's old. Cool. Um, <laughs> what about you, Casey? What have you been playing? Well, I've been playing the game that Ben was hesitant on because he's been burnt before and i get it i'm playing monster Hunter rise right now <laughs> i have said and jokingly but not jokingly it's in contention for game of the year because you can ride the dog in it yeah. which is cool so if you play the demos the game can seem overwhelming and i think i've been talking to people like the nintendo dad's discord and in haste haste in our discord is a jedi in that he's talking about him and i actually met up in voice this weekend and played and he taught me some stuff about the game. The game has a really steep learning curve. Like the initial start to the game, you there's tons of menus, there's a lot of reading, and you can feel really overwhelmed. Uh, it's a bit cumbersome, right? That's the word I'm looking for. In that it there's a lot, right? But once you really strip it all down, it's pretty, oh, I learned a couple weapons. You pick a couple weapons to try, you learn what you like, and you learn the little nuance of those weapons. And you learn how to pick up quests, and you go and hunt, and it's really fun. It's really fun, especially when you group up with people. It's more exciting. Killing the bosses or killing the bigger monsters, if you've ever played an MMO like WoW or anything where you have to co-op, or Destiny, I probably use the same experience, that killing the, the big bad guy with a group of people, you get that same experience with the battle. Because the monster, the one thing that's interesting, is there's no health bar on a monster, so you don't know how close you are to killing it, right? You can see damage. But the, the monster will run away once it's really hurt, and you have to track it back down. And sometimes when you're fighting, if you're using a sword, you have to roll out of the way and hide and stop in the middle of the battle and sharpen your weapon. Which is like, you're like, Ugh, mm -hmm. all right, my sword, i got to eat some food or potions and get back in. I, I, it used to be worse in a lot of other games. Um, it's still something you have to do. Now, do you still have to run from like mini map to mini map to chase the dino the creatures as well? No, it's one giant map. So that's the thing oh, about this. Nice. I want to know what type of wizardry they did to make this game. Like, it, it, it think of the big scaling map of like a, a Breath of the Wild, an open map. You go mm -hmm. each each level is like a, is an instance. This is an action RPG. So you warp into the zone. There's a forest zone. There's a, a winter tundra. There's a lava mountain. There's all sorts of different zones. The zone's big. You go to you explore, and then you go back to your hub town. They use the same engine, I believe, that they did for Resident Evil. Everybody I've talked to, I've had no frame or chugging issues with the game. Like, the graphic-wise, I've had no issues with that. It's pushing... It's the best-looking Switch game. I would make the argue, not for just style, but for what it's doing and all the things. Like, my wife even stopped and goes, wow, that's a really nice-looking game. Like, she doesn't even compliment on that, because she likes Mario. She likes, like... 
she's used to seeing all the cartoony stuff I play, and she's like, whoa, that looks real. And um, it, they done a really good job with that. Um, I think if you if you want to play solo, my, the I'm like halfway done with the story. Mm-hmm. It's only a 12-hour story. Hmm. So wh- where the time really comes from monster hunting is getting the best gear. It's the gear grind. You got to get that gear, man. You got to get that nice, nice fancy gear. I was having that wow itch again, and I was like, nope, never again. <laughs> like, How many Rathalos have you dropped? I have not gotten to Rathalos yet. I played that on the demo, and I was that, those are insanely hard. No, I'm just killing. What did uh, Haste and I killed? We killed some type of little dragon. The other thing is you can get the other monsters to fight each other. <laughs> it's Always great. Fun. And there's this new weapon where it's these wire bugs where you can grappling hook. And if you use the dual blades, you can grappling hook on one monster and use it to charge and fight. You can control the monster to fight another monster. So you can use that as a weapon. Ooh. And that's like, yeah, that's been really cool. This like, should be Monster Hunter Puppet Master Edition. It basically is. Think of, <laughs> think of Naruto, you know, the, the, the puppet chakra guys. It's those kind of strings, but you're riding the back of the giant monster. It's It's fun. It's price of entry is sixty dollars. It's a triple A title game, uh, so if you're looking to just get quantity over a triple A title, you know, hesitant there. The story is twelve hours. That surprises me. Yeah. I feel like Monster Hunter World was a lot longer than that, and I feel like I hit a point where I needed to go and grind to really continue on the story path. So if you're not a pro, I'm gonna grind. It's gonna take me more than twelve yeah. hours. I think this is mm-hmm. people that are experienced to playing one type of weapon. I think the average will probably be about twenty. Um, I think too uh, that um, depending on your grouping too, who you have access to play with, because sometimes you have to go in and you'll loot and loot loot, and then you're gonna want to sell the stuff for cash. Um, you can build different palicos. So palicos are the cat people, and mm-hmm. you get to dress your cats up like a ninja, uh, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Now the sk- the special edition version that I got, you can get a skin where it's a costume for your dog, and it makes your dog, which is called a palamute, palamut. Uh, it's a golden retriever, and it makes the golden retriever look really derpy, just really goofy, and it's like, <laughs> all right, kind of accurate. The one thing I really like, they gave you a forest cat one, and the forest cat that looks like a Maine Coon, which is what I have, so I have my cat in the mm. game with me. I was about to say, don't dress the digital dog up like a cat. That's not going to work. No, no, you can't do that. Aww. The digital dog can get different weapons, and you can get multiple dogs. So you can spec out your dogs different. And the other thing that's cool about the Palicos, what I didn't know, because this is my first... I played one on the 3DS years ago, and I was like, oh, there's a lot going on that, and I never went back to it. And uh, uh, Worlds definitely interests me. But I really like that you can spec out your Palico to be, okay, this one's aggressive, so it will help you kill monsters. This one gathers resources. I made mine, it sets up traps. It's an assist. So it's in there and it puts little bombs or it does little things in there. Right? I was like, yeah, let me go that. There's one that can heal you. That's the other thing, too. There's this item called the healing horn. I don't know. Have, so did you play much of Monsters World, Shelby? Sure. I would say I probably played like four okay. or five so hours. But there were, I, I got to the point where like I couldn't brute force my way through a couple of those monsters. And then the systems upon the systems upon the systems was like, okay, I'm not going to learn this. And then I kind of moved right. on. It's kind of where I landed on. <laughs> and then you've been burnt. You've said in yeah. the past, or you've tried it and it's just not your. T- I, I mean, I got decently far because I have like friends who are like nutso bananas about this game. Um, I have my, my best friend is like huge into it. And so is his brother. And so if I ever went, if I went with them, it went fine, and one of them would do the healing horn that you're yeah. talking about. Weird um, And, yeah. And it was fun. It was fun when I was with other people, but for some reason, all my friends and family members who like to do gaming are, uh, like, unreliable in as far as, like, communication and, like, you know. So I'm always like, oh, let's play Monster Hunter. And they'd be like, no, I can't. Like, I can only play at, you know, like, 3 a.m. on Thursday. What? And they'd be like, I can't do that yeah you know or whatever yeah, you have a job no it's totally like that <laughs> yeah and especially if you get stuck in some of those longer hunts too right because mm-hmm. i mean you yeah. can really take hours taking down monsters at times right. i don't know if that's true with this game but i know some of the so entries. the single player game uh it's easier they they nerf the monster when you play in single player and you can also pick your missions based off price and that usually dictates how hard a monster's gonna be so the monster i chose with haste in our discord um it was I didn't pay attention to the buy-in. It was like three thousand bucks or coins or whatever the currency is. It was the most expensive level one one, and it took us a bit of time. We're both using ranged weapons, shooting it, doing whatever, and we got it. But it took like 25, 30 minutes. 
Where if um, you pick the, the next one we did, we did 12. Right? It just depends how effective you are and what you're doing. And I was also learning the heavy gun, which is way different than the light gun. The heavy gun, it's like, I'm going to drop a mortar or I'm going to bazooka. You're, you, I would stick up high. Finding a weapon you like is really important in that game too. And learning it because the button combos are different. Um, I'm learning something new every time I play it. And I know I'm enjoying it because I'm at a point where I'm, I'll be sitting and go, man, I wish I was playing right now. Like, we, we had Passover this weekend. I was, like, Ben, I wanted to thank Ben on air, too, for being, we had to reschedule because I had some major wife aggro. Because I was like, oh, no, it's Passover dinner. And I, I was going to go to the in-laws. So I forgot about that, and Ben saved my butt. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, yeah. But I'm enjoying it. I'm really liking it. I, I've got some other games that I do still want to get back to. I'll have to go back to Ace Attorney and wrap that up. Um, Uh-oh, have to. That's never eh, a good sign. It's just that game makes me feel so stupid sometimes. You know, it's just, it, but it, I like it. But what have you been playing? I have been playing a game that makes me feel stupid at times. I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm playing Cyber Shadow. This is by Yacht Club Games. You may recognize them from a little game called Shovel Knight. Oh, yeah, the guy with the shovel. Yeah, I know about him. <laughs> the guy with the shovel. I know Casey's a big fan. I am a Shovel Knight fan. I believe they were publishers on this title, which yeah. is Cyber Shadow. This is an 8-bit 2D platformer, and it feels like an old-school Genesis game to me. Oh, cool. Um, it feels like a Ninja Gaiden. I never really played a bunch of Ninja Gaiden on those consoles from back in that day. So it feels like one. It looks like one. And it definitely has the difficulty of some of those titles where they will just brutally just quit you, kill you for little to no reason and send you back to the checkpoint. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely one of those games where it's like, okay, just one more run. Okay, just just one more. Just one more. I, I almost landed on that platform. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. I, I just got killed by one... Yeah, one more time. Um, so it's definitely one of those. It's kind of neat in the way they set up the checkpointing because you can basically buy upgrades at each checkpoint, right? Oh, so you'll nice. hit a checkpoint. You had the option to buy into maxed out magic, if you will, or a bot to help you. And then once you get through that leg into the next checkpoint, you basically checkpoint again, and then you have the option. Do you want to buy in? Do you not want to buy in? So what it allows you to do is kind of grind out that level without those upgrades. And then if you keep hitting a wall, you can come back and buy those upgrades for your character, which I think was a really neat way to approach that checkpointing system. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also kind of impressed on the different upgrades they give your character in terms of the abilities as well as those bots that they're putting your player with. Uh, they have a lot of unique abilities, which I was not expecting. I mean, this game feels as if it should have been, it should have came out years ago. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's difficult for sure. I feel like I am in a couple of difficulty spikes currently, just trying to beat my head against the wall and get through them. But Oh, it's one of those where you got to grind it out and learn the pattern. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and you hit, you know, you'll go for a while and then you'll hit like this one checkpoint segment that is just like ridiculously hard. And like, why is this three more screens than the last one? You know? <laughs> so there's a couple of those. But have you um have you played the messenger? I did. Yeah, I, I did beat. The, I did play the messenger, and I like the messenger a lot. Yeah, I like that one too. I really enjoyed that one. In fact, it, this game keeps reminding me of the messenger. And I'm not done with Cyber Shadow yet, but I think I like the Messenger more. I think I enjoyed okay. that game more than I enjoyed this game. Um, mm. I'm not all the way done yet, obviously. This one is just a little bit more brutal. Like with the Messenger, I remember dying and being like, okay, that was a cheap shot, but I know what I need to do or I know why I died. In this one, it feels like I'm yeah. dying and I shouldn't be dying. Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, are you really? Like, I, I keep falling into that trap is where I feel like I am right now. Is it Sekiro maddening to you? Because I know how mad you got when you played Sekiro. Is it that level of frustrating? No, definitely not. Okay. Definitely not Sekiro matter, uh, maddening. Uh, Sekiro is just mean. <laughs> just mean. I think in the Discord we should put Sekiro mad. We should make that an emote. How mad are you right now? <laughs> Sekiro mad, dude. I really like the aesthetic Sekiro of that game. Mad. I'm glad. It does look really hard. That's mm -hmm. the couple of complaints, or not complaints, the criticisms I've heard that it's just a tough game. But I think a lot of those 8-bit games were tough. 
and it's yeah. it's staying true. Like Ninja Gaiden's as a kid, yeah, even as an adult, are really hard. Yeah, and I think that's how these games were made, just like you said. You know what I mean? You would come home with a game, you'd play it all hours of the night, and it would be so difficult that you would just constantly play it over and over until you got through it. Um, it definitely Get good. feels like that. Get good. Get good. So I just came off playing Doom. Now I'm playing this. So I think my next game <laughs> should be like... <laughs> Kirby or something like super <laughs> Picross. Yes, Picross. For sure. But overall I'm liking it. I I think that if you're into 2D platformers, it may be right up your alley. If you have not played the Messenger, I would definitely say pick that one up before this one. Now, the other thing too, speaking of Ninja Gaiden, have you seen that meme where it's like the kid he's like, Yeah, I said I'd buy my son PlayStation 5 if it be Ninja Gaiden and the kid it's three hours in and he's still in the first level but it, like kids don't know how hard those games were the original Mega Man and that so I I'm glad I'm I'm kind of curious try you're playing this on what are you playing this on Shelby Xbox the game pass yeah this one's on game pass I went to cool. go purchase this game saw it was on game pass so there I am but I know it's available on switch as well I believe it's also on PlayStation I yes, also it believe it's on Steam and speaking of Steam that's gonna move us to our big news stories are big three news the big three news the big and three i don't know if you guys have been following steam's doing something really cool with its games now uh, and we're in this world of you know game pass and x uh the x cloud coming steam's doing remote play which is a game changer in my mind in that uh ben do you play do you use Steam at all? Uh, no, not really. I have an account, okay. but I don't think I've logged into it for a few years, to be honest. Right. And I, my PC is not great for it. And Shelby, I think you have Steam, but you're not big on it either, right? You have an account. I have my hoarder library, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I own things there, but I don't play it consistently. So Sean, our friend Sean, has 900 games through Steam, right? Because people gifted it to him, you know, whatever. He's internet popular. Weird guy. Wow. I know. But some of those games now, what the benefit is, you could not, we don't have to have Steam. Some of the games now, all you need is a URL and you can play with your friend through a browser. And it doesn't cost you anything. Which, And I think Cuphead's one of the Dang. games when I looked at it. And I think that is huge, huge, huge for games and moving forward. If I'm Amazon and the Luna, I'm looking at that and I'm, I'm thinking heavily about that experience. I don't know if you've felt that way. I've had I've seen Steam games where I'm like, oh, I wish I could play that with my friend. And now you can do it without having to purchase it. So if you're cheap like me, too, that's the <laughs> other thing. Do you guys have any interest in that playing live stream with your friends, the remote play? Um, yeah, I mean, it just once again, it just depends if I can find a time that works for uh, both of us. Um, it takes right. two, uh, much like, I believe, a way out gives you um like a like a free copy of the game or a free pass for a friend to play online so they don't have to buy the game as well um so if you don't have a wife who wants to play with you um in in your current <laughs> living room you can reach out to a friend and say hey i have you know a copy of the game for you so we can play together which is um a really cool idea for a game that requires you to have co-op but yeah there's plenty of times when i want to play with somebody um, and it doesn't seem like it's an option um, simply because they don't own it. I think we're going to see more games like that. I'm curious that <laughs> I think Xbox, Microsoft would be the first big developer to do it next. I think Nintendo will do it last. <laughs> Imagine having Mario. Well, actually, that's a lie. Nintendo <laughs> did it first with the 3DS. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. In the DS. Yeah. Mario Although, Kart. could you do it online? I think you could just do it like in person. I'm not sure if the online... Right, it was remote play in person. So <laughs> maybe Nintendo might be hip to that. Like, oh, yeah, we could let them play with a friend if they want to do that, if they're in person. <laughs> I think Nintendo would do something tricky like that again. Like, okay, yeah, you can play you're with your game with your friend as long as you're next to them, not <laughs> over the internet. That's right. That's a, that's a Nintendo move to a T. They have to be a colorless shy guy. Yes, you are, you are gray, <laughs> you are beige shy guy. <laughs> Couldn't afford color That's in your right. shag egg. <laughs> yes. To move to our next story, Beige. Trying to think of a segue for this one, and I don't quite have it. <laughs> Twitch streamer uh, has been live for two weeks. So there's a famous Twitch streamer named Ludwig, and he was doing a subathon. Every time someone subbed, it would add time, and he was going on for two weeks straight. Like, I, it, this is Truman Show esque to me a bit. Some, you're just letting someone watch your life. But I don't think he left his room. He did play some games, he did some other things. And he used the restroom? I mean. I hope so. And he yeah. had the camera. Yeah, that'd be. He didn't. He wore an adult diaper. Actually. Two weeks though. Yeah. He went astronaut style. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you, yeah. Do, yeah. Do you get to shower 
right? Or what's the funk on you for that, too? You have to take the camera into the shower with you. That's part of the rules. I think you maybe you just had to have somebody in the room yeah. uh, taking, you know, like, oh, here's a here's a break with my dog. Right. He would sleep with his dog or something. Right back. Um, I don't think the NDCA or whatever, you can't like you can't have no, no shirt on. <laughs> you can get you get your team stream killed so i don't think you could do that unless he's bathing mm. in a right suit. but then he'd have to like change into it on stream well what's a video if he was playing one video game for 24 hours straight i was trying to think about this what game could you stream for two weeks straight two weeks straight oh that'd have to be an mmo of some kind wouldn't it i think so or maybe a bunch of games of counter-strike right you could do a shooter <laughs> oh yeah uh Don- yeah. donkey yeah. kong 64 Oh, yeah, that's that has weeks, over yeah. a thousand collectibles that would take you at least two weeks right oh for sure oh skyrim maybe yeah that'd be a good one skyrim going to every dungeon a two week live stream that's a move so shelby i think that's what we got to do we got to tell our wives hey we're trying to build our brand <laughs> we need to stream for two weeks we're going to get a place and we're just gonna play video games for two weeks Have fun dude the kids. dude if you're worried about wife aggro my wife would be the <laughs> oh. final boss man there's no way that would work <laughs> your wife is the final boss i'm thinking she'd have fireballs a battle axe like that would be very scary <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Our wives some, would team up. Yeah, we they need would... some fireball to diffuse the situation, I yes, think. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Gosh. And that moves us to our final story. Shelby, you want to take this one? This was one that you were excited yeah, about. Yeah, so I just threw this one on here because I feel like people should know, get the word out. PlayStation Home has update or play at home. That's PlayStation's initiative to give away free games. Has dropped just dropped 10 new games to their download list. So if you're listening to this, I would check it out. Queue them up on your download and get them downloaded. They include Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, Res mm. Infinite, Subnautica, The Witness, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss, Thumper, and Paper Beast. Um, there's also a rumor going around that they will also do Horizon Zero Dawn here in a couple weeks. Ooh. So. Mm. You know, it, free, free ninety free. As soon as I read the story yesterday, I turned on the PlayStation. It's been a minute, and uh, queued up these these games. So if you have one, I'd queue them up. There's some winners and some stuff people might not be as excited. I checked Twitch, <laughs> and uh, Twitch is just mean. Like Twitch is just like, why would you give away these games? I'm like, dude, they're giving away games here. Yeah, just, some are good. Yeah, I mean, enjoy it. Thumper, yeah. Thumper is fantastic. Yeah. It's hard, so hard, but it's good. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about Astrobot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played it because I don't have PS uh, VR. Moss too, I've heard is really good. Yeah, I've um, heard Moss is at, really cute. Yeah, and, and Obzu is really relaxing. As well. right, like, yeah. I love watching I've people play that. Played that one. It's very much like Journey underwater. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Gungeon is you know kind of a classic at this point. The Witness is a fun puzzle game. I've never played Subnautica, and I need to play Res. And now that it's free, I guess yeah. I'll go do that. That's the one that kind of brought me to this list as well. Um, the Witness. I kind of want to get in and play that. No. Um, Res Infinite. Oh, Res, Res Infinite. Infinite. Yeah, I was I was looking at. Yeah, the it's like an on the rail shooter, isn't it? Yeah, and you know I I know that people hold it in really high regard. I don't know if it's aged well or not, but it's definitely one that I have need to check off my backlog. The Witness is the one that interests me, and then the Enter the Gungeon. That's been free on a lot of platforms. It's been free on Epic. That's one I need mm-hmm. to trick someone into playing with me to beat. Because like I there, I could try it on my own, but it it's like skin peel. It's Sekiro hard. It's up there. It's you know yeah. to go back with that. Yeah, and um, I think if you look at this list of games, it's a pretty good variety. You know, there's something yeah. here for everyone. Um, Subnautica is more of a survival game. You know, I played like an hour or two of that. You land in the ocean and then try to gather resources to build a floating base. You know, the witness is puzzle. Thumper is music based. So I was just like, hey, this is a kind of kind of a cool thing they're doing. So get it out there and yeah. get your free games. Not not really anything for the like uh, hardcore okay. shooter crowd, I will this say. This is true. But they're all playing War, yeah. what is it, Warzone, Warframe. The, du- the Dude the Bros. The Dude Bros, yeah. They're all playing yeah. Apex Legends. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, come on, let's play yeah. Astrobot. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play the witness and challenge our minds. Yeah. Let's play Uh, Moss. It'll be great. I'm going to get my brain swole, dog. (laughs) No joke. So I have been trying to play Apex like every Monday with a couple of friends, and I am real bad at that game, (laughs) and things are not improving at all. Do you think you need to channel your inner bro, and that will make it better? You know what? Maybe I just need to start doing, yeah, yeah, cool grenade. You get some creatine, man. (laughs) 
I'm going to pick up some Code Red to uh, play tonight. Red kind Bull. Of what <laughs> there you go. Dude, I saw there's a there's a blue Mountain Dew with, like, sharks on it. I was kind of interested in myself. Yeah, it's no, no good. good. Okay, no, don't, don't do, do it. That. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. The watermelon one, the watermelon one's okay. Are you are you a soda connoisseur, Ben, or are you a Mountain Dew? Okay, yes. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a snack. I'm just a snack guy. Like, if I see a new snack, uh, I think I wrote, like, two... Uh, Kotaku articles where I literally just bought like the ten like stupidest oh, cereals I could find oh. and <laughs> reviewed them. So what, what's yeah big big cereal? Okay, guy. what's okay? What's the new hotness for cereal snacks? Mm. Let me let me hear what's your hot take. The new hotness right yeah. now. It's a good question. You know, this is going to sound kind of lame and not that um, uh, cool, but uh, cinnamon Cheerios are mm. amazing. Not not apple cinnamon Cheerios. These are new. Well, newish. They're just, just cinnamon Cheerios. Cinnamon. Also, the uh, Eggo waffle cereal Ooh, is really good. I used to love yeah. the. They had that a long time ago, the waffle cereal, mm-hmm. and they brought that back. Interesting. Interesting. That's funny. Yeah. I had two donut Oreos before I came upstairs to record this today. <laughs> two? Two! The diabetes flows Jeez. through your body. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I mean, are you talking about a donut that has Oreo all over it or an Oreo that has do- that tastes like a, a strawberry it's, donut? It's the strawberry donut ones. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Never mind. All right. I thought you were talking about you ate two full yeah, donuts too. that tasted like no, Oreos. Ooh, that that sounds like yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> My old man body would just break down on me at that. You'd be point. you'd have the sweats right now for sure. Those Oreos are pretty good though. I've had those. I okay. yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed. Are uh, they the same as the Lady Gaga ones? No, no. Lady Gaga ones don't taste like anything. They just have a different color. Oh, weird. As far as I know. As far as I know. Lady Gaga has her yeah. own Oreos? Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. And they're like uh that's how you know you've made it i think they're like the blonde yeah blonde they're oreos, the golden, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Th- these are blonde too the the oreos that really got me um surprisingly were uh the gingerbread oreos in the christmas time uh they were only at like select walmarts or something and i found a bunch and i was like i don't like gingerbread that much but you know i'm always down for trying some new oreos and they were like astoundingly Ooh, okay. good that's good. I like yeah. like a molasses cookie, so if Oreo's doing that right, then mm. we might have to eat that. I remember yeah. I got really into the birthday cake Oreos at one point. Yeah. Yes. Birthday cake, uh, lots yeah. of things. Yes, Funfetti all day, every day. Funfetti, yes. <laughs> so I think we can move into our final segment. And apparently Kung Fu Panda's in Brawl Hollow now, as a side. Uh, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Speak of Kung Fu Panda... What are you guys watching, dude? What are you guys watching on your television? Kung, uh, yes. Kung Fu Panda. I've just been watching Kung Fu Panda on going repeat. Going through my Kung, yes. Kung Fu Panda. Dude, if you have a five-year-old, you, you would Kung be surprised. Kung Fu Panda backlog. I love Kung Fu Panda. That's, that's. I mean, honestly, it's a good, it's a surprisingly good trilogy. I'm not going to lie. I think they have a show too, right? Amazon? Yeah, that's. I have not. No, I haven't. I've watched them all with my son. Oh, oh wow. wow. Huh? Look at this. Look at this Kung Fu Panda flex over here. Mm-hmm. I know, really. Mm-hmm. Dang. I'm a, I am Kung Fu Panda. You said this about me. <laughs> if you look at me, I have me. That's my, my body type. Um, but no, what are you watching these days, um, Ben? Uh, I've been watching a lot of stuff uh, lately. I was trying to compile like a list of the stuff that I've been watching that's like actually any good. Um, uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, for anybody who's into anime, is just like uh, fantastic, yes. like stupid, over the top, fun. Like the animation is like so like fluid i love it It, there's so many characters even the characters that like i hate like i love them so much um let's see there was another anime that my wife and i started recently that's been out for a while now um uh, skate to infinity or skate infinium or something like that about Mm. like uh like japanese uh skateboard racing like these obstacle courses it's it's also it's it's a little dumb but i like it um and then uh, there's a new superhero one that just came out on Amazon called Invincible. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's uh, uh, Walking Dead. Uh, what's his name? Kirkman. Right, right. Yeah, I forget his name, but yeah, it's, it's it. He created uh-huh. it. Um, it's uh, it's intense. Uh, there's a, a lot of like blood and guts. It's definitely more of a mature. Oh. It's kind of like animated The Boys, um, if you've watched that. But like a little more like outlandish, I would say, because you know it's animated. It's it's very obviously like trying to be like the DC universe, um, like you know, mm. in a in a different light. Um, but I just kind of sat down and watched the first three episodes of that, which are not half hour episodes. They're like forty five minute to an hour long oh. episodes each. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, I knew that it was going to be 
like intriguing but i didn't think i would sit down and watch like three hours of it oh you did it in one sitting in one sitting yeah well hey when you have covid and you're in bed right yeah no i'm i've been eyeing that i'm gonna wait till it's finished because i do like the boys that's Mm -hmm. it's robert kirkman that's that's the one that's the one so those are the main ones um uh i've been dipping back into some retro anime to uh, original dragon ball and uh ranma one half Oh, Ronda One Half is great. Yeah, they could I, they could never show that one on TV for some reasons that I won't get into, but it's very, yeah. very silly, very like you know late '80s anime. For uh, sure, it's good to just kind of have on in the background and, and glance at and giggle about with my wife. So. Yeah, I'm I'm looking. I've been trying. I think I need to get Crunchyroll count because I've been wanting to watch Yu Yu Hakusho again. Real bad. Yeah, it's one of my old favorite animes. Uh, I think it's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Mm, I think so. Maybe I just yeah. need to do the full Disney Plus package, so I get ESPN Plus and that. Uh, you probably do. I have like every streaming go. platform except for like uh, <laughs> Paramount Plus or something. Or I'm about to get that actually yeah. because they have all the Ninja Turtles on ah, it. So, man. and I'm a huge TNT fan. Yeah, for sure. Do you have something Shelby has coined on the show? And because you're a mm-hmm. married man, do you have a wife show that you would not watch, but because your wife watches it, you found yourself enjoying it? Oh. Watch it together. Um, I mean, we watch yeah. like everything together. So oh. I mean, well, okay. Here's the thing: everything that I watch, we watch together. She has shows that she watches apart from me, and they're usually like, uh, like anime rom coms or I mean, that's like oh. that's pretty much like fruits basket or whatever like uh it will like we watch a lot of uh like first episodes or pilot episodes together and then it's like i'll give her the go ahead like i'm not really into this one just yeah. like you know take it and, and go mm-hmm. or, or there's ones that i fall off of like uh, attack on titan i they, they lost me at some point and my wife was like can i keep watching this without you and i'm like yeah sure and then you know every now and then i uh uh, come in and she's watching it i'm like all right explain to me what's happened in the last 10 episodes so you didn't go back <laughs> yeah. and watch bridgerton with um, go? no should i no, i don't no know what bridgerton. that is no oh, okay <laughs> um a very raunchy show that my wife and all of her friends watched and gushed about for a wow, while I've, I've never yeah. even heard of it it's uh what's the what's the term that they say for like women on or men and women on instagram that are trying to just put pictures of them being hot uh, thirst oh, trap. I see, I That's see. what it is. It's thirst trap TV, yeah. as the mm. kids say. I'm not watch. My wife was watching. It. I was like, "What is whoa? What, is <laughs> what channel is this?" And it's the same thing. Like, what are you watching? Yeah. It's like you know when you're you would see the moms reading like with the books with Fabio on it. It's like, oh, that's that's <laughs> right. smut. Yeah. It's, it's 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 the same thing. My wife kind of gets into same. those uh, CW shows too, like uh, Riverdale yeah. and uh, Sabrina. I don't think that was an actual cw maybe it was no that's but, on netflix that's on yeah netflix. but i mean like they're though. connected like yes Sabri- yeah Archie. like it's the same universe or something uh true blood i know that's not cw but that's the kind of thing that like vampires but there's really there's not there's very few things that i like that she doesn't want to watch well, there's nice. a couple movies that i love that she's not a big fan of but like that's it See, really it's okay so shelby what are you watching yeah. let's start with your wife show first my the- wife show first <laughs> um we are watching the last couple of episodes of superstore is oh that's great yeah mm. they have their that's it's on its last season yeah right their now. caesar their series finale just wrapped i think we're on the last episode oh. i gotta say like that show was pretty good the majority of the time i feel like it went on a couple seasons longer than maybe it should have but yeah the writing was strong <laughs> a couple yeah, right? seasons maybe like one and a half seasons once they once they lost <laughs> the main character it was like okay you're really trying hard here oh american Ferrera. yeah exactly yeah she left this year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they always I, every show wants to get 100 episodes so they get syndication money mm. and they, sometimes they don't care about the story anymore mm. you know what i mean i felt that way with that show too yeah for sure that's a good what are, what are you watching? um what am i watching well you know i've kind of got my wife to bite off on this marvel friday release schedule uh wandavision oh. wrapped a couple weeks ago as we mentioned which i enjoyed now uh falcon and the winter soldier is coming out every friday a lot more action than WandaVision. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty good. I would rec- I mean, if you're in the Marvel home, yeah. if you're in the Marvel hole, you know, you know what it is. You'll enjoy it. It's kind of buddy copish, right? 
and that like yeah, they're partnered yeah. up I and they're fighting crime. No, I mean that's how they build it for sure. Like that's what they were kind of describing it as. I don't really get like the jovial like let's go on an adventure in this show. Oh. It seems a little bit no, more serious than no. that. It's very yes. they're brooding. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, I watched the I watched both the episodes yesterday just because you know I'm just right. getting through everything. Um, it felt very, and I could be reading this wrong, but it felt very like uh, like United States military good. Like, like there's a lot, there's a lot of killing Dude. going on in the, yeah. in the first few episodes. Like a lot of people yeah. die, and it's just very much like yeah, it's part of the job in the United States military. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> this seems like they're kind of like, hey, everybody, look at this. You can have a shield and some wings, and <laughs> yeah, that opening scene with Winter Soldier, like. There's like a t- 20 body count in there. And yeah. you're like, what is going on right Ooh, now? Awesome. This is insane. Yeah, it's, it's pretty check that dark. Out. Yeah. But. I mean, I feel like I'm hoping they're just building out the backstories on these characters that they've done little to nothing with in the Marvel Universe so far. So I'm hoping it gets better and more intriguing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the mention of in the last episode, they mentioned a pretty prominent character, which could add some twistiness to it. But one thing that I will say is I am impressed that they are trying to tackle racial issues in, in yeah. America. Oh, that's true. They that's are really taking on some content that Disney being Disney wouldn't have surprised me if they just pushed it off to the side and said, Hey, it's not a thing, but they're really playing with some of those storylines. And I really hope that they continue to flesh those out. And um, I'm just, I I'm surprised they, they went there and, and they're going there. And um, so hats off for taking for, for, doing that because i think there's a lot of big conglomerate media companies out there that wouldn't even touch it and i feel like they're trying they may not be doing it to the best of their ability but at least they're trying i gotta give them props for that nice yeah yeah um i'm also watching dark which is a netflix show have you guys heard about this one yeah the german one yes the german sci-fi sounds bad okay (laughs) timey wimey show it's timey wimey that's the official description here what, and um, that means what? Basically, it's like, like Doctor Who reference through time. Got it. Yeah, okay. moving Got through it. time at multiple occur in multiple occurrences. It's really intriguing. I would say there. Th- I know there are three seasons here. I'm on the third season. The first two seasons are really strong. The third season kind of get a little too com- kind of gets a little too complicated. <laughs> but if you're into time travel, that is a, probably one of the best shows I've seen in regards to time travel. Uh, some people have said that it's like Stranger Things, but like more adults and German. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And like the dubbing on the voice acting, like they're trying to sync up American sentence structure with their lip <laughs> movement. And it's the weirdest thing to watch because it's it's like their lips are moving, but they're not exactly synced up. But yet they stop talking at the exact moment. So Nice. Like those yeah. old Kung Fu movies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly how about you case what are you watching well you want my shows or my wife's show first your show yeah dealer dealer's choice and my show okay yeah so i've been watching jutsu kaiten as well big oh, okay. fan i'm a big anime guy i just wrapped up vinland saga mm. too that's on amazon that is an anime about early viking history like leaf erickson's in it they so they have some accuracies <laughs> to it I don't know how much of it is, it, it, a lot of it is obviously stretched, but there's some things they're trying to keep true to that history. Uh, very dark. Very good, though. Very good. Uh, very high. Not for the kiddos. Um, another show I've been watching is on HBO Max. I'm a big HBO Max guy, and it's called Close Enough. Hmm. And it's from the uh, J.G. Quintwell, creator of Regular Show. Oh, yeah, no, I've watched all of that. <laughs> yeah, the well, second like, season. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, why do I know that? Oh, of course. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Like, the when you guys were talking about being a bro, that first episode is about him getting swore. Right. And I was Absolute like, yeah, unit. I loved it. I loved it. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a character in that, Alex, who's uh, voiced by, oh, gosh, what's his name? He's in everything. It's Rafi from The League, isn't it? Yeah, Dennis Feinstein oh, from great. Parks and Rec. Parks um, and Rec, yeah. He's in tons of stuff. Wait, I know his name. I just, uh, I can't think of it. Jason, no, yeah. Jason Matazukas. Yeah. Montezukas. Yeah, Jayton, Jason yeah, Montezukas. Jason Matazukas. Anyway, he's he's in close enough playing a like nerdy uh, yeah. like professor or something. But he's he he's also in Invincible playing like a teenage oh, superhero. 
<laughs> so it's really yeah and like i can't like his voice i mean he's a hilarious guy and he does a fantastic job acting but like i it doesn't quite fit that character like uh the way that it does normally i guess he's also in big mouth which right. is a very racist show and he's he's over the top yeah in that and he's also in another he's in ducktales yeah so i mean he's in the, everything he's, yeah i mean he's I, I love his work and and he's hilarious but it was yeah. just like uh it's weird like off-putting to hear him coming out of like this like sexy superhero teenager <laughs> it's weird but i know i would not a teen like he's perfect for uh, his character and close enough mm-hmm. the, the nerdy guy because he writes like viking sci-fi fantasy like right, he has some yeah. really really fringe stuff um <laughs> I, i'm enjoying that the other one uh that i'm been watching and i'm re-watching is workaholics the little comedy central that is all mm. every season mm. is on amazon and it's still funny it still makes me giggle my wife came in and was laughing because she's like oh that was funny like back in the day it's the one where they were um spending a night at work and they had been taking like hallucinogenics and they thought someone was breaking in and then it was <laughs> it's just the guys fixing the server um it was it's a good that's a good good comedy but they have their own podcast now and it's just them riffing talking about life and it's it's (laughs) they're the same guys it's called this is important and if you're looking for something again r-rated that's hilarious i recommend that podcast my wife's show is a little thing called selling london uh my wife loves (laughs) real estate shows and it's about house prices and prices and she loves anything british so uh we've been watching that and i I like those we're we're gearing up for top chef top chef comes back this week and that's like our big show Mm. and i enjoy that because i like eating and i like competition shows so best (laughs) of both worlds and there's a really (laughs) great chef from seattle that is it's in portland this season so we're gonna be that's my guy i'm rooting for we always do that too we like who's your person who you think who you're rooting for and you pick them for the season so you guys want to get on some top chef pools I'm your guy. <laughs> I don't think I have ever seen a single episode of Top oh, Chef in my man. life. Well, you're, you're. I don't think I. Go ahead. I haven't like watched like uh, like a reality TV competition probably since like Survivor or American Idol, like original oh. like seasons, like back in the day. It's just not my, not my jam. You know, I'm not the same. But something about Top Chef, I like. Uh, I like food. That's everything. My watch. My wife watches tons of Food Network. Uh, easy mm. easy thing for me the way she won me over i mean she's really nice but i'm my heart is connected <laughs> to my stomach and she is a wonderful cook and i if you feed me i'm going to listen to you forever i'm like a dog in that sense um but the top chef's really great it's been it's really long running it was on when we were in college that's when i got into it we one weekend like i was home and the show behind we're in a fraternity together and everyone was coming back, and uh, Alan Shade and I spent a weekend watching the marathon, like over win- like winter break, is when everyone's coming back. We're like, oh, he messed up. It was really funny. Like we started picking it. Like you pick up cooking <laughs> techniques. He's like, oh, he put too much salt in there. What is he doing? He's not managing his time. Um, it, it's really cool because foods. Are, I, I like the art and seeing the class, and it, it, it's a game changer for a lot of those chefs because then they go on to be work like open really high-end world-class restaurants so it's worth a watch mm. if you're looking for a good competition yeah work. we we uh, watch amazing race every once in a while and i'll pool in we choose our characters after the first episode and mm-hmm. then you know it makes some money on the line with your wife it's good Gam- gambling makes everything more interesting yeah it does <laughs> guys i have a problem no uh <laughs> <laughs> you- you heard yeah. it here yeah. first, folks. Uh, well, good. Well, it's uh, it's been a good yes, episode. Sir. We're going to bring it to a close. Um, ben, where can our followers find more from you? Oh, man, where can't they find more from me? If you look outside, I'm probably like just standing in your front yard. He's out my window. Sign. Yeah. No, um, on Twitter, at uh, SuperBentendo is uh, where you can find me most of the time. Um, Bark Magic has a couple of accounts now um, at Play Bark Magic, I believe, on both um, Instagram and Twitter. You can find that. We post some cool stuff about the game. Uh, Memory Card can be found at MemCard Show, or you can go to MemoryCardShow.com. Um, and uh, that's about it. If you're a literary agent and you want to represent a graphic novel, just reach out to me, uh, you know, however, and we can talk. <laughs> yeah, that, if that happens from this, let me know. Oh, yeah, I will. No, that'd be great. Um, and all of this information is in the description below. So if you guys just want to click the link, the links, go do that. 
Yep. And if you'd like more of us, feel free to follow us on the social channels, which are also in the attached description. Our website is underpoweredmedia.com. You can check us out on Twitch, Underpowered TV. We're also always talking in Discord. Drop us a line and please leave us a review. Five stars, please. That is a wrap for this week. We are out. Play your game. Thank you.